three, buddy. Act three. Act three. Yes, Bunny, my friend, it is time once again for all of us here in Team The Pope on Film to casually stroll on down to the third and final act of the podcast. And for those of you who may be uninitiated among you, the third and final act of this podcast is dedicated solely to our handpicked and handcrafted, one-of-a-kind and available only for a limited time, Movie of the Week! And this week, we continue our summer-long celebration of the life of character actor Mr. Fred Willard with a look at the 2001 stoner comedy, How High! (laughs) Now, let's start off this week's film with another trip to the Fred Willometer to see just how much Fred Willard is in this film. And... I feel that a lot of comparisons can be made to 2001's How High and 2004's Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Yeah. But uh, How High had a lot more Willard than Harold and Kumar had. Because in, in Harold it's and still Kumar... Felt friend- light on the Willard, though. Yeah, still light on the Willard, but at least he was in like three different scenes as opposed to the one that he was in in Harold and Kumar. So if you're looking for a stoner comedy with Fred Willard, so far, how high is way above Harold and Kumar? Yeah. There's that. And last week I mentioned uh, that I had never seen how high and I just wished, massively wished, that Fred Willard was the uptight dean who wanted those troublemaking weed s- smokers out of the fraternity. Yeah. And I was wrong, but not by much. Because he was like the dean or chancellor of the school. Yeah. So he was in a position of authority, but he was a pretty cool position of authority. Yeah. Fred Willard first pops up 15 minutes into the film as the chancellor of Harvard who needs to bring in more minorities and brings in Method Man and Red Man. And it's great to hear Fred Willard call Harvard a joint. (laughs) You know, Fred Willard does uptight character well. Yes, he does. You know, so this is a good, uptight Fred Willard character. Good stuff. I really liked how this movie had a lot of small character actor parts that I was really impressed with. You know, like and, and the- I think I see. I think that that took away from the movie from me. You know, because like at a certain point, I've just lost track of fucking celebrities and shit. You know, so like you say Cypress Hill, I I know who Cypress Hill is, but like I would not recognize him on sight. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, Hold on. Hold on, Bunny, because Natasha's right here just on deck. Uh, Yes, honey? Okay. I am so, so proud of my fandom. And Misha uh, and the uh, good supernatural. Gish, yes, yes, yes. Okay. And the good that Gish does, uh, because the on Twitter, Northern Sparrow on Twitter, they um, it's gonna fall off. Just be careful. 
are they 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 submitted last year last year gish stands for the greatest international scavenger hunt for those of you who are uninitiated yes Um, last year gish had before all of this uh new black lives matter movement pretty much one of the gish items was to submit to get uh like a racist or you know like a name yeah of a place changed like you have a racist statue or a street name or something to try to get that changed well she submitted a name change for a racist place and it was officially approved and it's just a few miles from the white house she said uh i was warned this would never succeed and people tried before and failed maybe times are actually changing and said uh here's the email we're pleased to inform you that u.s board of geographic names as at its june 11th 2020 meeting approved your proposal to change the name of negro point in westmoreland county virginia to freedom point okay I'm just, I'm just, wow. I'm just, I know, I'm so just happy because what other fucking fandom is out there doing this? Nobody. We did it for fun and we helped and we did good and it's just wow. proud of my people. Wow. That's a great story. That's a great story. Yeah, Negro Point. Damn. Right? Yeah. Damn. Not even subtle about it. Yeah. Fucking. Ugh. What, baby? This name is about heritage. But it is but it is renamed now. Your fandom yeah. brought them to their fucking knees. Even gave links to the uh it's been changed in the like national registry and everything. And it gave the government links for it. Um I can yeah, I'm pretty sure you took a bite and put it back. I did it. Well there must have been Max then. Uh I'll send the the tweet to Steve and he can share cool. it. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Or you can just go to Misha Collins' Twitter. He retweeted it. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if, if you want to. Yeah, okay. You, this is why I love Misha so much. Yeah. Hey. I know you love Misha Collins. That's We probably wouldn't have done Stonehenge Apocalypse. If it wasn't for your love of Misha Collins. What a wonderful film. Such a good film. Play lines. <laughs> so lines. it took away from you, but I really liked having these uh, character actor type people pop up. Spalding Gray was a surprise. Was a surprise. The professor who loves black people. Eventually registered sex offender Jeffrey Jones was the vice president. Yes. And I checked because I knew that there was some movie that he did right after having to register as a registered sex offender. And I'm like, is this the movie? But no, it wasn't this movie. It, that was uh, Who's Your Caddy from 2005. And in 2004, I think, is when he had to register as a sex offender. And this came out in 2001. So he was right at the cusp. Yeah. And so, uh, and Pee-wee skated away on it. Yep. Yep. Because he was part of that same investigation. Yeah. So like, I, 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 so, like, I never know how to feel about Pee-wee anymore. Yeah. Jeff Jones was great when he's around. But you know what? I, I, I don't terribly miss him. Yep. Sorry, you fucked up. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
let me Hector Alonso. Yeah. That was a surprise for me. I love uh, Puerto Rican character actor Hector Alonso. He's basically been in every television show ever. Oh, he was the coach. Yeah, he was the coach. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, that fucking guy has been... I haven't seen him in a while, though. And then he also cropped up in something else I just saw. Like, out of the blue, I saw him in this, and I was like, Christ, I haven't seen that guy in a really long time. And then I was watching something else, and he popped up. I don't think I finished watching it. I think whatever it was. He was in both of the Princess Diary movies. Yeah. Which is where I first became aware of him because of Emerald and the Princess Diaries. But yeah, uh, who else? Who else? Uh, Dean Kane. Yeah. His name is Kane, and he's the Dean. So Dean Kane, the black professor, he was Osiris, the head pimp at the Players Ball in Black Dynamite. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, so like they, they, they're all the pimps are there talking, and then there's a uh, Arsenio Hall, and then there's uh, uh, Jonesy from Reno Nine One One, and Captain Kangaroo Pimp, and then finally the head pimp slams his cane down, and he does this speech. Pimpin's been around since the beginning of time, and like that was Dean Kane in How High, <laughs> and I was like. I know you from somewhere and I looked him up and I'm like, damn, he was Osiris in black dynamite. Good for you. The, the most surprising. Okay. The two most surprising faces was that Dean Kane's wife is like, I know her from somewhere. I don't know where I know her, but I know her from somewhere. And then I figured it out. She was the wacky neighbor in the TV show Reba. Okay. My mother-in-law was a huge, massive Reba McIntyre fan. And and for some reason, like, I don't know, like five, seven years ago, that show was always on TV somewhere. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so, like, Reba can't act at all. So they made every scene she was in with her wacky neighbor who was really funny and could act. So it got to the point where I was watching the Reba McIntyre show just to watch her funny, wacky neighbor. But it was nice to see her in something. I like her. She was also, I think, in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but I might have that mistaken. And... Uh, the professor who works with plants, that was Bob the Goon. Yes, it was. It was Bob the Goon. And I was like, damn, I had your action figure. <laughs> I love you, Bob the Goon. And in the middle of all of this is Fred Willard. And he does a really good job. He doesn't have a lot of screen time, but he has more screen time than Harold and Kumar. I really liked him when he goes to the party and he's dressed as Hugh Hefner and he's yeah. got two on either arm. And then at the end, when he's high and dancing, when he's like dancing and high and telling uh, uh, people off at the end of the movie, like that was good. It was, you know, it was a decent amount of Fred Willard. Okay. I think, I think the amount, the Fred Willardosity of this film is like right in the middle. Like he doesn't have a tiny bit part, but he's not like a star or co-star of the movie. He's right in the middle. 
like a like a like the a middle of the this is a middle of the Willard movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bunny, what were your thoughts on this week's film? It it didn't do anything particularly special for me. You know, it was kind of a formulaic movie. I think it would have helped a lot more if I if I if I uh, knew who some more of the faces were. I liked the guy who didn't talk. I thought the ghost was interesting, and they should have done like more with him. You know. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, uh, I liked it. It was good. I didn't love it. Yeah. But I thought I I was impressed by its boldness. It it was a unique film. This is an African-American supernatural stoner romantic comedy buddy movie. Yes. There are not a lot of those in existence. Like that was, this is a unique flex, you know? Yeah. A stoner buddy movie. And and this came out three years before Harold and Kumar came along. So I feel like this movie is a bit of a pioneer, like how high walked so that Harold and Kumar could run. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting theory. Not right here. I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing the podcast and you want to play with the loudest thing in the world right next to the podcast. Go play with it on the couch in front of the TV on the carpet there. Maybe then you can play with it. Okay. I'll open up your piggy bank for you, but you need to put all of it. Oh, now it's stuck. Hold on. Ah! Okay, there you go. Play with it on the carpet. Be sure and put all of it away when you're done, okay? And now your Maxwell's coming in hot with another loud thing. I'm almost done, okay, kids? Keep your loud things just away from this table, all right? I love you guys. If you guys do want to bring those loud things over here, that's fine. I'll just have to take out one of your toes. But I'm not a bad guy. I will let you pick the toe. That's called compromise. Okay. Okay. Two two words for you. Scientific experimentation. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I can uh money pythons. Meaning of life um. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to sell you all to scientific experiments. Uh-huh. Blame the Catholic Church for not letting me. <laughs> so, um, if How High hadn't made thirty-one million dollars at the box office, then I think that Harold and Kumar wouldn't have made three movies and reignited Doogie Hauser's career. Yes, you know that may very well be possible. Yeah. I liked the movie and it was it I didn't love it like I wouldn't write home about it but also I didn't hate it there were a lot of surprises no. in this I wasn't expecting and I got a, some and I got some chuckles along the way you know yeah. it, it just seemed like they could have done more you know like yeah. I don't know 
it it was formulaic, but at the same time, like you were digging up founding fathers so you could smoke their body parts. Like that <laughs> not a lot of other films that would do that, you know? I wasn't expecting a supernatural aspect to a stoner comedy. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, why is a ghost here? That's what happens when you smoke someone. Yeah. You know, like they use their friends' ashes to make it. So they 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 use their friends' ashes to make weed. And now whenever they smoke it, the ghost of their smart friend helps them with tests. I, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was just, hey, they got good tests. They got into Harvard. I wasn't expecting like a stoner ghost. Yeah. The reason behind that. I, I, I wasn't expecting a scene with Ramenstein featured so heavenly, he- heavily. I wasn't expecting legendary Puerto Rican character actor Hen- Hector Alonso or Tracy Morgan in a Blackfield of Dreams movie. Tracy Morgan, yes. And any film where you can see a little bit of uh, of uh, Garrett Morris. Yeah, this is true. Gets points, you know, for me. Kudos to Marvel. He is he is really like the Pete best of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You know? Kudos to Ant-Man for having Garrett Morris in a cameo. Uh Uh-huh. Their Ant-Man movie. And like, good for you, because that was the first time a lot of people saw Ant-Man. Was Garrett Morris playing Ant-Man on SNL? Good for you, you know? It takes a while, but eventually I really believed in the friendship of Method Man and Red Man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you what their character names were. I think one of them's named Jamal. Like, I don't think that they're good actors, but they're good together. And I believed in their friendship. Yeah. In this film. Like the movie was fun. It's all right. I liked it well enough. Plus, it's short. You get a lot of points. Yes. A short movie. And I think Redman Red was in something else. I'm trying to think of. Was it one of the like middle Halloween movies or something like that? He so. was in something. Yeah. Like I keep wanting to say Chucky, and I know that's wrong. No, I think he was in one of the Halloweens. I think you're right like eight or whatever. And now we're starting to use like H2O and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he was in that one. Yeah. Okay. So let's do some stats. Universal Studios movie made in 2001. It came out in December, which means that and as America was mourning from the worst terror attack, Universal said, you know, what would make you all feel better in your time of sadness and mourning weed yes so that's odd bold move on universal's part uh-huh to this in this in december of 2001 but okay um harold and kumar it, the film so how high cost 20 million dollars to make which right there was the problem harold and kumar cost nine million dollars to make okay so when it made like 25 million dollars in the box office huge hit 
how high costs too much to make. They spent $20 million making this movie. So when it only made $30 million in the box office, that $30 million, sure, it was more than how high than, than Harold and Kumar made. Yeah. But when the movie costs $20 million and you make $30 million in the box office, that means that Universal was like, maybe this won't become a franchise. Yeah. You know, and apparently Method Man and Red Man wanted a sequel and they were fighting for one. But Universal just put their foot down and said no. Eventually, Method Man and Red Man dropped out of a sequel. But then the movie was the sequel was picked up by MTV. And so they went ahead with a sequel to How High without Method Man and Red Man. So How High 2 stars two rappers that I've never heard of. And they ran it on MTV on 4-20-2019, which thanks to the pandemic was 20 years ago. Yes. Uh-huh. The, the, the thing that I love the most about How High is that they didn't even try to not make it look like UCLA. Okay. I love it. I, Cause a lot of times they're like, yes, Harvard, we are here in the halls of Harvard. Look at Harvard. But in this film, you just hear people say they're in Harvard and there's one like sign that says Harvard that they run into. Other than that, they're not hiding the fact that fuck it. We're filming this at UCLA. This is UCLA. And I love that. I was like, oh, I wonder I wonder how they're going to do this. There's no way that Harvard would let them film in. Oh no, it's UCLA. Okay, it's UCLA. They're not even they're not even going to hide it. It's fucking UCLA. And 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 this is a great time to discuss. There's been a lot of supermans. Yes. I love how quickly Dean Kane became the worst Superman. Yes. For a while I thought, oh, Brandon Routh has that in the bag. And then I was like, wait a second. These new, uh, the DC Cinematic Universe shit the bed so bad that maybe maybe the new Superman is going to be the worst Superman. And then Dean Kane came along and said, no, I've got this. <laughs> American hero. I'm going to star in Christian movies. Abortion doctors are murderers. And so this week on Fox and Friends, Dean Cain did an interview that was all over uh, Twitter and all over social media because Dean Cain said, yes, people know me as Superman. But uh, and Superman fights bad guys, but the worst bad guy are liberals and cancel culture because of these dirty liberals. If I was Superman now, I probably wouldn't be able to fight for truth, justice in the American way. They probably wouldn't even let me say America. So all this week I've been seeing on Twitter people just saying, oh, wow. How amazing that Dean Cain's the worst Superman now. People like Brandon Routh now. <laughs> you know, and now that the Snyder's cut's coming out, people are like, you know what? Uh, ben Affleck didn't do that bad of a job. You know what? I kind of liked their version of Superman. And now people are excited about his Superman again. Henry yeah. Cavill? Something like that. 
And, and uh, apparently they're signing him up to possibly be Superman in more movies. And like, oh, so suddenly y'all like that Superman now? <laughs> fucking weird. Oh, we're shitting on Dean Kane now. Okay. Dean Kane, you're the worst fucking Superman. Hey. And now people are praising Ben Affleck's Batman. And, and oh, he really did do a good job of being like a tortured Bruce Wayne. And I'm over here in the corner going... Val Kilmer was pretty good, guys. <laughs> Y'all shit on him because Jim Carrey was uh, bouncing off the walls, but Val Kilmer did a good job. He was better than uh, what's his name, the one after. He was a he was better than Clooney. I'm sorry, Val Kilmer was better than Clooney. Yeah, got to go with the nipples on this one. Fucking. I still yeah. say we should put nipples on Joel Schumacher's coffin. <laughs> put them right there on the coffin, just sticking out on the top of the coffin. Well, motherfucker. well we could probably still start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Oh, have have anyway, they put them in the ground yet? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Hey, anyway, final thought. How high? Mostly harmless. Mostly harmless. I could totally give it a mostly harmless. How high is mostly? Yeah. What's that? It was cute. It was. Yeah. It was cute. It was funny in parts. Like I, I kind of liked it. You it know? has. A, it has a couple of chuckles. It is not without its charm. Yeah. I, yeah. I can go there. I love any movie that does a blooper reel at the end, Jackie Chan, Smokey and the Bandit style. Yes. I love that. I love the end credit blooper reel. You always get points for me for that. Entertainment Weekly listed how high as number three on their list of top stoner comedies of all time. How high was number three? And uh, I'm 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 all right with that. So so that's it for this week. Next week, see how high was 2001? The riff tracks, missile to the moon. He did that riff track before he died. We need to go pretty old now. Okay. So next week, it's already on the cough cough. It took forever to find. I got Americathon. Americathon. Oh my god! I th- this used to be on TV all of the time, and mm. I I would watch parts of it, but I don't think I ever sat down and watched all of it. So it's like an alternate universe where the energy crisis just kept happening. Something like that. We owed a and lot like of money to Saudi Arabia for some reason. So, like, they weren't supplying us with oil, and everybody was living in their cars. Huh. Yeah. This, yeah, I I, I don't remember a thing from this movie other than John Ritter's The President. Who was also living in his car. Yeah. So that was the only thing that I remember. So it'll be nice to go back to that and see if I remember any of it. So that's next week. But now that I'm looking back at this week, the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, very emotional, a lot of tears shed. Bella cried a couple of times. 
I gotta say, I think that this has been a pretty good episode of the podcast. This has been a damn good episode of the podcast. Okay, good. I was gonna say that. I didn't want to step on your toes. You're the person who makes those classifications, and I don't want to, you know, infringe on any of your shit. I don't want to impose. So yes, I agree with your statement. Good sir. So until next week, I am Bunny Williams. And I am Reverend Stephen on behalf of Natasha, Maxwell, Eleanor, Bella, and everybody else. I just want to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next week, you godless heathens. And you do shruffles and pupitas. And I hear a door opening. I hear someone running down the hallway. And you pugs. And you pugs, okay? Different one. Do 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 do. No, I want to summon. Okay. Do 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 do